You're listening to the Woman Power Zone podcast with host Ariel Hubbard, empath, energy worker, and massage therapist who shares secrets and stories of women's empowerment, learned from over 32 years of working in holistic healing arts and talking with thousands of women about their amazing life stories. If you are seeking ways to grow, pivot, heal, and up-level your life, you are in the right place. Here is your host, Ariel Hubbard. Welcome to Woman Power Zone. In today's episode, we talk about the power of receiving feedback. Would you like to be more powerful than 90% of other people in your interactions? Would you like to be confident? In this episode, you're going to learn more about how to be free of conflict avoidant habits by learning to receive feedback. Welcome to Woman Power Zone, a safe space for learning, growing, healing, and empowerment. Today, we talk about the power of receiving feedback. And I wanted to share this with you because I did an episode on giving feedback, and that was episode 86. So if you haven't heard that, you might want to hear that also, because that's for all the people that tend to stay silent or are shy or not confident in expressing themselves. But I also want to talk about receiving feedback, and let me tell you why. Most people are conflict avoidant. I'd say at least 90%. And my experience is that if you can overcome being conflict avoidant, you can be more powerful than 90% of the people out there in the world. And the way to do that is to not be uncomfortable with receiving feedback from other people. It's very empowering to be able to own who you are as a person, to be able to own. It's also an act of self-love and self-compassion and self-acceptance. If you own and accept yourself as a person, That's your choices, your decisions, what you've done in the past, what you're doing now, what your goals are, and where you are in your life. And you own it and you say, oh, here are areas that are working. Here are areas that are not working. This is where I did great and this is where I did poorly. And what can I do to make changes in my life going forward? And if you think that way, you have that mindset. You're also open to learning And being a lifelong learner, and that includes learning about what people think about you or learning about how you make other people feel. And one of the things I always say is the most powerful thing you can do in your life is leave people with the feeling of being inspired, uplifted, lightened, and brightened. And if you can do that, you made a difference on this planet and your life was meaningful. So... And I don't mean in the cheerful, like Pollyanna way, but in the meaningful way where people think of you when they think of something that they experienced or something that they learned or something that they got from spending time with you. And so those people feel inspired, uplifted and brightened. And sometimes the path to becoming the person that uplifts lightens and brightens is somebody who does a lot of personal growth. That's often the case. And one of the ways to grow personally is to make improvements upon our perspective, our mindset, maybe working on our bodies, maybe working on our attitude, maybe working on the power of possibility and what we can do to make our lives and ourselves better. Hey everybody, if you're loving this show and you want to make a difference, 
please go to Apple Podcast Ratings and give the show a five-star rating. Thanks so much. It's appreciated. When you're working with receiving information or hearing from other people about something you've done, said, or how you've shown up or how you've made them feel, if they're giving you positive feedback, it's really important to be gracious and actually listen to them and receive it. Most of us know that often we're our own horse enemy or we're the least receptive to positive feedback if we have self-judgmental thoughts or feelings. If someone's giving you positive feedback, I really recommend rather than doing a whole transformational workshop on the topic, which is what I had to do to learn how to receive positive feedback, you just allow them to give you compliment and you allow yourself to believe it. Save yourself some time and money, will you? <laughs> don't take don't take the transformational workshops to learn how to receive compliments. Just just give yourself permission to receive them, okay? Seriously. Um it's important. It's not vanity, it's not ego to receive positive feedback and let it in and let yourself know and realize other people probably in a lot of cases have more positive opinions of you than you may have of yourself. A lot of us, um, we really need to work on our self-love and our self-care and we need to work on thinking good things about ourselves. So when someone else says something nice to us about ourselves, we need to receive that. So the first tip is be open to receiving, okay? And the other thing is if someone's giving you feedback that's negative, try to do your best to really listen without being defensive. Now, to be fair, most people are terrible at giving feedback. They need to actually set up a time and a place to give you feedback and they need to get your permission. And most people don't know how to do that. And I do talk about some of that in um, my episode 86. But here's the thing. If someone tries to give you feedback without you giving permission, you might need to say, hey, I need you to ask me if it's okay for you to give this feedback to me before I hear you. Now, there's a difference, like if you are in a coaching relationship, like you have a relationship with a coach, whether that's a sports coach or a business coach or some other kind of coach, implied in that relationship is permission for them to give you feedback. If somebody's mentoring you, they're allowed to give you feedback. If they're your parent, they're allowed to give you feedback, right? But once you become as a parent-child situation, as in the child's a child, but once a child becomes an adult, the, the parent really should be asking permission before they give feedback. They should treat them like any other adult. You ask permission. Hey, um, I've been noticing some things going on with how we're communicating and I'm feeling troubled and concerned. Is it okay if we talk about it? I want to give you some feedback about my experience. And then when people give you feedback, it's better for them to say, when this happens or when you do this, this is how it makes me feel. And if they don't do that, they don't use that format, you might want to say, look, I'm more than happy to listen to you, but I really need you to A, ask me permission, make sure I'm ready and able to hear you because like if I'm working on five projects at work, I can't receive your feedback because I'm distracted by everything else I'm doing. And B, would you please say when you do X, this is how it makes me feel instead of just saying you do this and you do that because when someone accuses you of doing something, especially if it comes out of the blue, 
you're not expecting it. And a natural reaction is to be defensive. And I'm trying to teach you how to not be defensive. So what I'm trying to do here is to teach you how to teach other people how to give you feedback. So if the way they're communicating is accusatory, angry, um, you do this and you do that, or if it's universalizing, you always do that. And these are things that you hear from teens constantly. It's um, kind of annoying and that's part of their phase. But if adults are giving you that feedback, that's a different story and there's something else going on. So you have to teach people how to give you feedback. So like, hey, I'm willing to listen to what you have to say, but here's what I need from you. First of all, I need you to ask me if I'm willing to hear it. Then I need to give permission because sometimes I'm not in space to hear that. And then say, when this happens or when you do X, this is how it makes me feel. And then I can hear your feedback. Now that's just you setting boundaries in a healthy way where you actually can listen to someone and hopefully they can communicate in a way that doesn't trigger you being defensive. Okay. If you do get triggered when they give you feedback, try to let that triggering feeling go, or I call it an emotional charge. Try to let it go as quickly as possible so you can really hear what they have to say. You don't have to come up with the next defense. You don't have to come up with an argument or rebuttal. All you have to do is listen to what they have to say. And you don't even have to take their feedback like it's true or real unless you want to. So we're going to take a break. And when we come back, I'm going to give you some ideas about how to handle the feedback, especially if it's a little challenging for you. Because I don't want you to be conflict avoidant. I want you to be empowered. And I want you to have the ability to be more powerful than 90% of the people out there, which is a really good thing. So we're going to take a break and then we're going to come back. This podcast is sponsored by Hubbard Education Group, creating wellness through education. If you've wanted to learn about being an empath, healing, energy work, consciousness, or massage, we have online and in-person courses for you. Find us on Facebook at Hubbard Education Group. That's Hubbard Education Group. Or go to www.arielhubbard.com. That's www.arielhubbard.com. And if you're on Clubhouse, you can find Ariel Hubbard by looking up Ariel Hubbard, A-R-I-E-L-H-U-B-B-A-R-D. Okay, we're back. So let's talk about somebody giving you feedback. And let's say they give you feedback about something you did and the feedback isn't necessarily positive, okay? So here's the thing. When people give you feedback, a portion of that, usually a large portion of that, is their own issues, their own emotional reactions, their own stuff, right? There may be something in there that might be a gift for you to learn from, but it's almost never... 100% about you. When they are talking about things that you're doing, they're really talking about their own stuff and they're projecting it onto you. Now, sometimes it is you. So here's the thing. First of all, let go of the need to argue or defend. Listen to what they have to say and give yourself some time to process. And I want you to think about this when you're processing. Take your time, 
let go of an emotional charge. So if you need to like, if you're angry, you need to beat a pillow, do it. Or you need to yell and scream, do that. Or if you need to take a walk or you need a journal or you need to exercise, that's fine. And while you're doing that, ask yourself what percentage of what they said applies to them and what percentage of what they said applies to me. How much responsibility should I actually take for this issue? Because a lot of times we take over responsibility for someone else's issues, especially when they're criticizing us and especially when that criticism comes from out of the blue. You're not expecting it. And to be fair, we have direct communicators and we have indirect communicators in the world, right? And indirect communicators tend to stuff their feelings, repress upsets until they explode and then they yell at you out of the blue and say all this mean stuff to you that you're not expecting because they can't handle their own feelings and they're not honest about their own feelings which they probably should have communicated to you months earlier supposedly to quote not hurt your feelings unquote but really what that behavior is it's passive aggressive number one and number two it's conflict avoidant behavior and it's annoying (laughs) Now you know how I feel about that. But it's true because what these people are doing is they're sabotaging your relationship because they're making it so that they're annoyed with you, but they don't tell you what the problem is. And then they make it so you can't fix it, but they have this subconscious expectation that you're supposed to fix it. So they don't tell you what the problem is. Then they get mad. They stuff it. Then they explode and yell at you like you're this big, bad person. When they're the ones who have the issue, that they're not taking responsibility for them having that issue and they're not taking responsibility for telling you that they had an issue with it and it wasn't working for them and is there something you can do? If they were not conflict avoidant, they'd say, hey, honey, when you do X, it makes me feel bad. It makes me feel angry and upset and would you be willing to make some changes? Now that is a direct communication. Now if somebody said it responsibly, you could say, oh, so this thing that I do really drives you up the wall. Okay, so what percentage of that is your wall that's being driven up and what percent of it is me driving it up your wall? And then you can go, okay, well, let's see if I can make some changes. So it's really important once you assign a value, like how much of theirs and how much of this is yours, right? Without taking over responsibility for their issues, Just reminding you, women have a major problem with this, and men do not. Uh, We have conditioning that's, I think it's international, not to offend other people. So a lot of times we'll take responsibility for stuff that's not ours. Don't do that. It's toxic, and it'll make you resent that other person. So don't do it, okay? So once you assign a value, like 60% is theirs, 40% is mine, Take time to evaluate the part that is yours and take responsibility for it. Just own it. Yeah, I do drive you up the wall, huh? Okay, and here's when I drive you up the wall. And why do I drive you up the wall? Is it intentional or unintentional? And and then you could say, well, I'm going to change my behavior. Instead of driving up the wall, I'm going to tell you that something's bothering me instead of annoying you. So because that's a way to be direct, then... Me, I could say, okay, well, I'm just not going to do that thing that bothers you anymore, but I'm going to let you know, like, hey, I won't blast the music in the house anymore, but I'm going to let you know it makes me mad when you steal food from the refrigerator that I was going to eat for dinner. 
Now, this is a description of a typical roommate problem, right? But it is a, an example of like a way of let them have their issue. Okay, it bothers you when I turn up the music really loud. Okay, I don't have to turn up the music really loud. Now, the thing is, when people give you feedback, you don't want to do what I just said, which is, but you do this. Like, you don't want to do that. What you can do is make an appointment or set up a time and say, look, you gave me feedback and I'm going to see what I can do to make adjustments. So I'm like not going to blast my music in the morning and I'm not going to blast it in the night. However, there's some things that you're doing that when you do them, they make me feel upset. So can we talk about those things and can we make an appointment to do that? Then you guys schedule a time and then you talk about, well, you know, when you steal the food from my food from the refrigerator, it makes me feel violated unlistened to and unsafe. Like if you said that, the person would be like, oh, okay, then I won't steal food from your refrigerator, (laughs) right? But you can't do it as a tit for tat. That's not a healing conversation. And that's not receiving feedback, which is the topic of this podcast, okay? So if somebody does something and they, like they yell at you for something and they give you feedback you need to manage the boundaries around the giving of the feedback. You need to try not to be defensive and argue and talk back and state your case. Just try to listen when you can. Assign a value of what stuff is theirs, and then you're going to have to let it go. Do not let yourself feel guilty or ashamed. Just take ownership for what's not working and make a promise to yourself to make changes and then make the changes. Because the thing is, honestly... There are going to be times when someone's going to give you feedback. And let's say it's a troll on the internet. And a lot of times it's just crappy feedback. Like it is not good feedback. It's not constructive and really has absolutely nothing to do with you. If you signed a value, it'd be 100% them and 0% you. Because there are people out there on the internet, they just say mean stuff to make other people miserable. They do it intentionally and none of their feedback's actually valid. So what you have to do in that scenario is to not let it bother you. You have to just let it go. Okay? You don't have to do anything with that feedback. And you don't have to change. And you want to take this in context. Let's say your kid is giving you feedback about something you're doing that's not working. Just evaluate. Like, how much is their stuff? Like, that's the thing that bothers them. It, it's really not me. It's them. Or how much is yours? Well, what can I change? Because if they give you some good feedback, what can you do to change? If you can, try to laugh about the situation at some point. Try to have a sense of humor about it and try to make it a teachable moment, maybe for yourself at a later time or maybe for other people. Remember, not all feedback is negative. So I mentioned this at the beginning of the show. You could receive positive feedback and it's important for you to learn how to be gracious and receive it and listen to it like it's true and not deny it and not deny the person because that's disrespectful. If somebody gives you positive feedback and you deny that that and say that's not true, you're disrespecting that person. Don't do that. So try to receive the positive feedback and let it in. And then if somebody gives you negative feedback, try to let that in as much as possible And give yourself grace there too. It takes time to learn how to receive feedback and be gracious about it and not be defensive. I mean, it takes some of us years. And so if you're not doing that quickly, don't judge yourself for that either. But just do your best. 
But the value assigning strategy, the not arguing and letting go of guilt and shame and not carrying those around because those low vibrational frequencies don't help anybody. If you do that, it's going to help you tremendously in your life. Because again, if you're not afraid to receive feedback from people, your energy is more open. When your energy is more open, more opportunities come to you. So I do a lot of teaching, right? And sometimes my students will ask me questions. They ask me a lot of questions. And sometimes they give feedback like, well, what about X and what about Y? And if I go into a teaching situation where I'm like, well, I know a lot of stuff about this topic, but I don't know everything. And if somebody asks me a question, I might learn something new. And if I treat their feedback in that class or their comments or ideas like they're useful and helpful and they just add to the collective body of knowledge, then I'm having an attitude that's open and receptive. And that makes students feel like they're more comfortable with giving feedback and that makes them feel safe and that makes them feel relaxed and that makes them feel heard and that makes it a better learning experience for them. And they actually remember the material better if they feel heard by their teacher than when they don't. And there's actually research to back that up. And I don't have anything that I can quote right now, but I've read it on different occasions over the years. If people feel listened to, heard, and received by their instructor, they actually learn better. It's interesting, isn't it? So if you get good at receiving feedback, you actually create empowering situations for the people around you and you empower other people around you as well as yourself. Like I said, you'll feel a lot more comfortable just in your body and in your life if you're okay with receiving feedback. It's amazing how much more self-assured, how much less insecure, how much safer you feel emotionally because it's okay if somebody gives you feedback. All you have to do is just set up some boundaries around it. That's it. It's pretty simple. And it, it brings more harmony to your relationships, to your work situations, all kinds of experiences. All right. So I'm hoping that that was helpful. If you realize that you suck at receiving feedback (laughs) and you need some extra support, I can help you. I can work with you long distance on Zoom or in person in a session. And I can work with you on some reflective listening and I can work with you on changing the way you receive and open it, keeping your chakras open and your energy flow open so that when people give you information, you can let it in. I can literally teach you how not to close down, shut down energetically, and then how to open up. So ways you can reach me, you can go to my website, arielhubbard.com. That's A-R-I-E-L-H-U-B-B-A-R-D.com. It's in the show notes. Or you can text me at 971-319-2618. That's 971-319-2618. Thanks for listening today and thanks for joining me today. And remember to move with your power and into your magnificence. Have a great day. Are you experiencing overwhelm? frustration, stress, or anxiety? Do you need help with insomnia? We'll contact Ariel Hubbard at Hubbard Health Solutions. 
Ariel offers 25 modalities to help you move forward. You can deal with the pandemic and still experience balance and calm. Contact Ariel at arielhubbard.com. That's arielhubbard.com.